پادکست To my left, I have the slender man himself, <laughs> Nathan Frick. Hello. <laughs> Come on. Give us, give us a bit of a hello. So, here we are. I don't know how this is really going to go. Hey. We're on to Mitch over here, the uh, ever Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> Mr. 305, Mr. This sounds very rehearsed. Facebook, <laughs> <Dockers> <laughs> man himself, Mitchell Hilton. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's our first podcast. Like. Exciting stuff, isn't it? We it have is. a once in a lifetime. Yep. Hopefully event. not. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. We have been planning this for quite some time. Um, well, Jordan has asked us to come up with some topics, and I was looking through my topics ideas, and one is not relevant anymore because we've been waiting to do this for about a year. So yeah, <laughs> that's what was long. that? Just for curiosity, because I wasn't a part of that conversation. It wasn't a part of. It. It's just an idea myself. So. Oh, okay. Right. And, and what was it? Yeah, well, I'd like you to share it. Just a hint of yeah. something that just didn't about, make the cut. It's just about a Joel Embiid's tweets, because he was a loose cannon back in uh, the day. Back in the day when he wanted Beyonce. <laughs> or Chloe, no, Kim Kardashian, that's who it was. All right, so we um, have gotten together and collated a few ideas during the week. Can we, can we just mention that it took us like a solid hour and a half to fucking... Set start this thing. We also have a rule about uh, using the F word, and, already, and so we're about. He's already breached, he's already breached that. Dropped but, a few here. Uh, trying to keep the podcast classy, but yeah. So we're in here today. Um, get started with shit. Should we just give a rundown of how we think this is going to go? What's, what's, shit. What's, what's the <laughs> that's, that's a general prognosis for this podcast. That shit. But no, we're just going to run through a bit of a chit chat and uh, hopefully some people actually listen to this and we're not just talking to ourselves here. But worst case, you know, we've sunk a few beers and had a good chat with some lads. So it's <laughs> yeah, right. that's, yeah, that's no millions, of, millions of viewers. <laughs> oh, it's not even viewers, it's listeners, eh? <laughs> but yeah, we've worked out a few little topics we're going to work through tonight. Yeah, you want to start us off, Mr. Mr. Host? No, it's all right. You guys can get into it first. Who's confident with one of those? <laughs> you don't remember your host. You don't remember your <laughs> no, no, no. I remember. I reminded just a little bit. Let's get on to some of yours. It's okay. a little bit better quality all right. first. All right. I wanted to have a chat about some sports-related topics. That's a good start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk like about... Sports, yeah. 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 If you don't like sports, then you're in the wrong place. <laughs> um, I wanted to chat about the role of clutch in Australian versus American sporting culture so when whenever you hear americans talk about their sports icons and legends and stuff they usually measure their success by you know championships how many how many championships have they won how many rings do they have especially in the basketball setting we all love our basketball here but when you move over to australia's culture it's not as centered around that like when you talk about who, who's always talked about as the greatest basketball player of all time Definitely, yeah, uh, Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but MJ synonymous with yes, the goat. Yes, exactly. Now, who is often referred to as the greatest AFL football player of all time? Gary Ablett. Yes, Gary Ablett Senior, and he has won. Malcolm Blight's up there. He's won a total of how many premierships? I'm shit at this stuff. He's zero. <laughs> okay. He's he's won zero premierships. 
Whereas Michael Jordan's one. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you very can we, much. Can we just mention that Cole has liked to come up with this idea of all these sounds. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure how to feel about this. No, it's good. It's good. See, the original idea was the trivia thing, like the dun 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 dun. But I couldn't find that anywhere. I couldn't find that anywhere. That was going to be the trivia. But anyway, continue. Like, I'm sorry. I would Come like your, later. your opinion. I would like your opinion on, on why this is. Why do, do we in Australia accept Gary Ablett Senior as the best AFL player of all time when he hasn't won anything? Doesn't that sound blasphemous? I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, well, now I don't, I don't know if I can refer to him as, as the best. Okay, so who has won the most premierships then? Well, I don't think it's. I don't think you have to have won the most. I just think you have had. You have to have won one and been an iconic player. He was in a. He, he was in multiple grand finals, I think, but he, he lost every time he got there. See, I can't really comment that great on Gary Ablett Senior because I've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen is, highlights and clips like that. So but. I thought your conversation point was clutch. His, yeah, well, when you talk about clutch, you talk about coming through in the big games. Where that's Gary why, Ablett that's Senior why MJ, didn't do that. That's why MJ. Yeah. Last final minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. why MJ is considered or, the goat. Like I if you compare consider- it to LeBron, that's the argument that a lot of people say that Michael Jordan has got that clutch that yeah. that LeBron might not have as much of. Yeah, I consider clutch big games, like not just the final minutes of games. Okay, big games. You were just about to try and search. Carl <laughs> 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 was just giving me that big. Because like I, I was thinking, I was thinking. Well, I I consider Jason Akermanis to be a better player than Gary Ablett Sr. Because he's yeah. won three premierships. He's won a Brownlow. And he played fantastic in two of those three grand finals. Left or right foot, does yeah. not matter. Oh, such a gun. Such a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll come out with a big call. Start off, Mitch believe. No, I do not actually. Jason I don't believe he's more... Sta- I don't think he's times. more talented. I just think that when you're ranking players, if we're you going to... how well they can do a handstand. Yeah. And, <laughs> Yes, that's that's one part of it, but also how well they perform in big games. But could Michael Jordan ever do a handstand? I'm sure he could. There's nothing. There's there's very few things he just that he paid couldn't people do. to hold him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good call. Well, James said, obviously uh, goats. No, but oh, honestly, though, you can't say that he's in the argument. If you're putting Jason Akermanis in the argument, James Hurd is definitely up there. Yeah, I don't think Jason Akermanis is in the argument. James Hurd is definitely in the argument. Yes, I'll agree. Can we just uh, Wayne also Carey. point out for those millions of listeners who have never heard us before, uh, Colbert here is an Essendon supporter. Yep. Mitch is a fantastic <laughs> Frio <laughs> supporter. <laughs> Still waiting on that premiership. Hopefully it comes this year. And Fricky here has got a uh, conflicted interest and works for the team that he plays for. So. Plays for? <laughs> <laughs> Supports him. Supports. But I'd also like to point out to Fricky that I don't think anybody who doesn't know us is going to be listening to this podcast <laughs> ever. Oh. But you never know, one day, sky's the limit. Yeah. Come on, be optimistic, but, um, mate. Which also, I have to be careful of what I say here on the topic. Yeah, as Frick's going to be uh, dropping the inside knowledge bombs that uh, uh, yeah. Patrick Dangerfield has oh. gone to Geelong. That's <laughs> no insider word, mate. Give us your insight, mate. All right, what's the next topic? No, give us some insight. No. Uh. <laughs> Alright, give us give us Love your pick. Supporter. Give it give us yeah. your honest pick of who, who you think no, the greatest football no the oh, greatest, greatest, the, football, the greatest football player you've ever seen play. Well seeing as I was only born in ninety three. Yeah, that's fine. So I was ninety four. <laughs> greatest I've seen play and have been impressed by mm-hmm. would have to be Gary Ablett Jr. 
Yeah. Just I'd, some of his games where he dominated. Yeah. I'd have to say it's Oh, Buddy Franklin. Chris Judd. Chris Judd. And lately, Nat Five. Yes, thank you very much. He is. I'm surprised he didn't go Zach Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Dawson and uh, Showmakers were on my mind, and I was like, <laughs> Do you know they had this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah you just gotta think of just people who are just yeah you watch as Mitch said you watch the game and you just think holy they're just on the next level yeah. they just read the ball they do all the behind the scenes work yeah but then the part of that is is that on top of that you also have to win so like Gary Abler Jr no problems if you tell me he's when people compare him and his father and say that his father was better I, that's like blasphemous see dude. this is I'll be straight up honest. When you said who's the goat, I was talking about Junior. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, well, then, no worries. Because, Classic because yeah, like, in you watch him in games. He plays for the fucking Gold Coast Sons. Yeah. And um, he's out there demolishing. Yeah. That was Warren. <laughs> <laughs> he's out there demolishing teams on his own. On my back. On my back. Let's mm. go. Yeah, no, no problems if, if Junior's the call. No problems. All right, host, shall we move on? Or no, you yeah, keeping with that. Split, split it up because I was gonna say conversation a bit. Sure. All right. Well, I'll enter one. That here we go. Here's a bit of a throwback for showing how long this has been in the planning. So I went to a <laughs> birthday party back in 1994. <laughs> yeah. No. Back, I think it was about this time last year. So my mate Mark at uni. Hopefully, you'll be listening to this. <laughs> went went out for his uh, birthday to uh, the King's Head pub. Went in there and trying to find his um, trying to find his birthday. Had a little function area circled off, and we walked past this one blackboard for another function that said Tom's coming out party. <laughs> now, should I be with, laughing as much as I? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm using a fake name just to in case some bloke out there is listening and it's actually. Oh. <laughs> well, let's call him Timmy's. Timmy's. Like, no, no, no. Was it a first and a last name, or was it a first? Just name? said. Todd's coming out party. Todd. Todd. I thought it was Tom. Tom sorry. <laughs> anyway. He spilled the bands. It was Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T. Lou, the big pal, was sitting there. No, but anyway. T. Lou, twenty third. I was walking past, and I was just like, I don't, I, okay, yeah, that's coming out party. And then walked through, found my Wait, mate, and sat down. First and last name. No, no, just a Tom. You're getting was very it, yeah, stuck Rick, up on I, the particulars. Rick, I want to hear the story. <laughs> Let him speak Doesn't without matter. interrupting him. And so I've gone and sat down on my mate's twenty first, and I thought. I've never seen that before, a coming out party. What does that entail? So if you get an invite to this, did you already know before? Or like the moment that you open the invite, you're like, oh, so he's gay. Okay. Like how many, what's the percentage of this party who was in the dark before this, before they got the invite, let alone, or did they, was it just Tom's party and they all rock up at the party and they find out he's gay? Mm. And with like how like everyone's becoming more and more accepting of these sorts of things, will yeah. this happen more often? Let's just have a disclaimer that none of us have anything against. No, no, yeah. No. <laughs> love wins. Of course. Hashtag love wins. Hashtag what? Love wins. Yeah, love, yeah. love does. Yeah, win. love wins. Love wins. All that. Stuff. Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Get on board. So yeah, that was just my thoughts. Was this sign that said it was his coming out party like? 
beef or <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frank likes the details. Well, in the same way, in the same way that it was signposted, it was my mate's twenty first over there. It was Tom's coming out party over here. Like it's just like a sign put up by the hotel. So if it didn't say, it was this. Long, long. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And then I was going to sort of segue off that, unless somebody's got something to add to that. No, 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 go ahead. What's what? the worst party you've ever been to? Oh, because are we lining those two topics up? I am, <laughs> because I feel like that is just like everybody, come look at me. This is a big party about me. Now, I get that at your birthday. It is literally about, about you. you. Yeah. But these sorts of things, like, I'm not going to have like a, oh, look, I graduated uni. Everyone come celebrate me. Like, yeah. look, I, I, I got a girlfriend. But are you, me. I can sure it was an actual coming out party or yeah. someone yeah. like 100%. Just, Really no, 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 no. Because Frick. The, there's a very... <laughs> Let's get past the details, man. <laughs> Frick's so sceptical about this story. Extremely flamboyant guy with his boyfriend in there and everything. Full, full like... You see... There's no argument. I don't really have an issue with it. I reckon it's... But you raised the question, did they know beforehand? Or was this mm. like a... Mm-hmm. Like so, a... Surely, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it, he seemed like a flamboyant dude who... Would have had most suspicions. Well, look, I saw him and I figured that's the birthday guy. Not that flamboyancy <laughs> directly relates to being homosexual, but it's yeah. This was, guy was very indicative of your stereotype. I think that's just the way society is at the moment. Like we're so we embrace these things so much more openly now. So I mm. guess you might you might even see a lot more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I don't know if it, if that's a if that's a bad thing. Like you said, you don't want to celebrate every minuscule detail of yeah. your life. But I guess for those people who do come out, it is a big part of their life, and it's a significant moment where they're you know they're being brave and courageous mm. to a certain extent. That's even though cool. yeah, yeah, I hadn't considered that. Can I just say on this topic with the recent news about gay marriage being legalized in the, uh, the states? states yeah. I think more things in life need to be celebrated with rainbows. <laughs> because the pictures of like the White House in rainbow colours was just spectacular. And I don't think we see enough rainbows. That's that's a good call, Nathan. <laughs> good work. That's a nice little segue there. Yeah. What do you guys uh, do you think it's too soon, too late? And how long will Australia take to Yeah, that's on? that's that's so interesting, eh, that I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Australia is is quite open to it actually like but maybe that's just because I spend most of my time at a university campus and mm. university campuses are often filled with much more open-minded people than than those you'd find uh, from later generations and whatnot see I'm, I'm quite surprised that America beat us to it mm. considering the large population so of it and I know it's going to be quite a similar cut between like young people who are accepting of it and older generations who are not but their south is very very like conservative mm. and i feel like their conservatives are far more conservative than our conservatives well i'm i'm feeling like the the coastal regions in the states are like yeah it's it's a battle between the coastal regions yeah. and the, the midwest uh-huh. sort of area yep i agree especially in the states and over here you got to think it's quite similar like your coastal areas in australia are going to be very yeah, well, are going to be yeah. more accepting of it, and yeah. your inland country sort of blokes who are not going to have a bar of it. Yeah. But you got to think of your population density over here. There's not many people out there. And in terms of just on it, it's got global support now. You know, yeah. it's 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 no UK, longer UK, 
Yeah, it almost feels like the balance has shifted. That the majority, the majority is very much now with promoting Mm. homosexuality. And I feel like America, like with how many, as I was saying before, like how many of them are so vividly against it, like all your Westboro Baptist Church, all those sorts of things like that. Extremists. I feel by them saying yes, we're going to do it. So many other reasonable countries in the world are going to be like, okay, yes, it's done. It's time to go. Yeah, that's that. Anything you else? Said, worst, worst parties. Uh-huh. Mention the whole thing of look at me. Uh-huh. I, th- I think that is such a big thing about parties that I just don't enjoy the whole. This is a celebration of me. I don't. It just doesn't sit well. Yeah, disclaimer: Frick, Frick doesn't like celebrating his own birthday. Yeah. He's not necessarily talking about we us had, celebrating <laughs> our birthday. <laughs> we, we had to uh, throw Frick a little surprise party. That was pretty bit of fun, and he even got here and thought that we had. We're literally gonna do nothing for him. We got him a decent little <laughs> surprise there, but yeah, but I'm I'm fun. curious, freak, because I've never really asked you that. Why why is is that so? Why do you feel that way? Because everyone does it. It's it's not just. I mean, yes, everyone loves itself. Like, they <laughs> love talking about themselves. If you see someone, and, I do. But <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. <laughs> okay, then what's your thought? <laughs> nah, just I'd rather not celebrate myself. Yeah, I, I guess I guess it's more of an opportunity for your friends and your family to celebrate what you mean to them. I guess more more so than it is about you celebrating yourself and making yourself feel good. Mm. So in a way, I think it's more was selfish, not wanting to celebrate. Yeah, it was. You're a selfish <laughs> bastard. I think one of like the biggest things. All right, let's throw myself <laughs> a big party right now then. Fine, I'll get the beers. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I liked about my twenty first in particular was just the fact that how many people you saw who. I don't know, you don't see necessarily on the day-to-day who took the time out of their night to come and spend the night with you and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it is a little bit like what you said, like a celebration to me, but it's also a celebration of like, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. Like, I'm so glad we're mates and stuff. It's good to catch up and all that sort of stuff. Stuff that like, yeah, quite a lot of people on that night, like I probably may not have seen on the next week, next month or so, but it's just really good to see them all. Alright, so we're getting, t- getting sentimental here. Boys. <laughs> just so here. Luckily, we don't have some video on. But, uh. So tell me, is this too much? I heard about a party, black and white theme, right? And then the person who was celebrating their birthday wore all red. Is uh, that? I've been too to a far? couple of them. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. well, I think you're going to get those cases where people make the birthday party more about themselves, but the majority of people yeah. just, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're talking about the But you know what they are? They're the same people who post on their best friend's wall with a great picture of them with their best friend who just looks regular. Saying, <laughs> happy birthday, babe. Love you so much. It's just like, by the way, look, I'm, I'm really attractive. It's like, mate. You know what else is in, that made me think of something. Mm. I don't know, you, you two probably don't use Tinder that often, but, <laughs> but I when, I did, when I did, um, you'd, find, you'd find that that was the case a lot of the times with uh, pictures where it would be, there'd be a profile of a girl called, I don't know, Sarah or something, and you'd be swiping Sarah, through. Sarah, listening, shout out. <laughs> yes, shout out to Sarah. <laughs> there'd be like four photos that you swipe through. <laughs> four photos that you swipe Oh, no. <laughs> There'd be about four photos that you swipe through, and it'd be the same two girls every time. So you, so, and there'd be one really attractive one, and then one not so attractive. And I don't want to sound 
superficial or anything, but that's... Why else would you be on Tinder? Yeah, well, exactly. Okay, I guess I do want to sound <laughs> superficial then. <laughs> do you yeah. have any worst parties? Uh, worst party you've been to? Yeah, I've, oh, he's got something. I've got one. Jordan, Jordan Colbert's 21st <laughs> was pretty ordinary. See, I gotta be careful because some of the parties I go, to, <laughs> yeah. some of the parties I go to is on Just a professional mine, basis. Mate. Just say mine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh yeah, I've definitely, of course, like, and as, as I said, like, because through to my photography, like, I go to quite a lot of parties, and I'm not saying those are particularly the bad ones, but I see probably more parties than most people would. Um, well, that being said, there are people who are far bigger party animals than I. But yeah, I've definitely seen the wide range of them. And I think the make or break of the night is usually the speeches. Because the make or break is if you have fairy bread. Yeah, that's true. Fairy bread's great. Mish just still his hero. But like, yeah, sometimes I like fairy bread. Fairly fairly I'm drunk. No, I'm not really. <laughs> so sometimes some of these speeches are just yeah, very egotistic. Very. <laughs> you mean what you mean from the actual individual themselves or their parents and a bit of both, like. Somehow they've orchestrated it so that it's very. You see, I like when the parents get into it. And yeah, stuff I like love it. the parents stuff, but there's a I don't know. There's a very fine line, and the reactions of the person being talked about as they're getting these mm. speeches, interjecting with "Oh, but it's this, this, and this," and like all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, liked your twenty-first where your dad got all emotional and stuff. Yeah, Just shout having, out, having a cry. Shout, shout out to Brucey. Shout out to Brucey C. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Um, yeah, it's been, um, pretty good. So, let's get on to one of Frick's topics that he brought to the table. I just wanted to, uh, this is one I came up with when we first thought of the podcast. I was sitting on the train, I saw some old bloke just collecting train tickets. Made me think, what are sort of the most outrageous collections you've ever heard of, or what would be the most outrageous thing to collect? Or have you collected anything in your lifetime? I collected Pokemon cards when I was a kid, but I don't think that's, that's anything else. Yeah, that's, that's pretty stereotypical. Yeah. <laughs> that's standard. That's pretty yeah. standard, yeah. Um, in terms of something that's strange to collect, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Speakers. <laughs> <laughs> no. In terms of like collections, ones that aren't particularly regular as per se, I've collected like... Um, all the quarters from all the different states in America. They release these like commemorative quarters from every single one. You've got spoons. You've collected oh, your mum's. We have got <laughs> my grandma's okay. uh, spoon collection. That's a good. That's sitting that's a good pride. One. That's um, shout out to Glenn Hilton. Shout out to Glenn Hilton. <laughs> He's spitting on that daily. Yeah, that's <laughs> Bids his, up um, to like ten grand. <laughs> and then also, um, what was the one I was going to say? Oh, damn it! Oh, hotel cards. Because my dad used to go like traveling a bit. Hotel cards. Dad used to go traveling a bit when I was younger. And he used to like bring home the little like swipe cards from the hotels, and I used to think that was rad. So I used to s- collect all them. Not rad at all. But <laughs> <laughs> that was my little thing. How about you, freaking? I uh, can't really say. I think at one point I decided to collect a few acorns from down the road, but that was a bit silly. Acorns. <laughs> so you haven't collected anything else? Sure. Besides Pokemon. obvious, like cards. Yeah, like Game Pokemon cards. And Game stuff. cards. What about uh, AFL footy cards? Oh yeah, I always. <laughs> you still you got them, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice little back segue. I had the best Jason Ackermanis song with his filthy bleach blonde hair and his little dirty mo. Oh. They were great. Do you know he's? Do you know he's gotten rid of the blonde hair now? You know he's fully brown haired now. 
I think I've seen pictures yeah. of him. Yeah, it yeah. happened at the the Hall of Fame. His induction. He had just normal hair. He looks. He looks so much better. Now that's the type of person I could see getting up there and just saying, "Nah, screw you, 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 and you." When he's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. Do you know what's Fame. hilarious? What? They asked him a question. They said, "Because he's coaching a local footy team now," mm. and they asked the question, "What would you do?" If a Jason Ackermanis type player rocked up to your club and he said, "Oh God, I'd be so happy!" Like it'd be, the, I, I want, I just want twenty-one Jason Ackermanises running around the place. It'd be the best situation possible. He talked himself up so much, and I didn't even think he realized what he was doing. Uh, it was so bad. That's good. But he's a legend. He's a legend. So I wanted to collect AFL cards, but Dad would always buy me pack if I kicked a goal in the footy so I only ever got about two packs in my lifetime <laughs> uh, some of the weird collections I've seen I remember there's that one there's that one chick in Australia who collects um, cows so like anything like, cows so it could be like money boxes fluffy toys not real cows <laughs> like uh, cow sheep, sheep cows. covers for a car like everything cows it's crazy her entire house is just like spots and shit <laughs> Alright, let's um break it up a little bit here. Let's play a, a game. So this is a little this game is, here. This is impromptu. <laughs> so our game is who wants to be this um Bibwin millionaire? Oh no shit. <laughs> Pause. Alright, so we're back from the brief little intermission there where I managed to spill beer onto my MacBook, which is definitely not ideal at all. He is. But we're good. It's still recording and hopefully we haven't lost anything. Um, yeah, we'll get to that bridge when we come to it. Let's begin. So, as I got into before, who wants to be a, a Zimbabwean millionaire? Me. Is the game that we're playing here today. So, we've got, uh, everyone's got a buzzer. Mitch, please test your buzzer first. So we've got The Rock, what is cooking. Shout out to The Rock. My boy. And we've got uh, Frick's buzzer over here as well. Not today. Put it to Kembe. Kembe Mutombo. Kembe Mutombo. He raps his name. <laughs> Alright, so I've got a uh, Zoo Weekly Pub Ammo 2010 edition, 1,168 absolutely pointless facts, and I'm going to be testing you guys. Now, so what are these facts about? <laughs> everything. I feel like this is going to be extremely difficult. We've got like Papa, yeah. Ferraris, Golf. I feel like we're going to get sick. Do we also have to, do we have to race enough. off to press the button? Yes. So oh, first to buzz in. Your phone's, in your phone's, phone's going to get broken, show. man. Yeah, you guys got to be careful. It's just fingers above it. Right, do we have to have our like, hand behind our back? No, no, no. You have to have your finger right next to it so you don't break my phone. So, the way this is going to work, it's going to be uh, first to five. Yeah. And the closest one wins if it's something that you can't get either. Right. You only get okay. one turn each. And once you take your turn, you have to wait for the other person. Okay. We're going to try and find some um, easy ones. Okay. All right, here we go. Which Charlie's Angel... Once won a burping contest. <laughs> so Mitch has got the world's longest buzzer. Yeah, well. I apologise for that. I didn't realise it'd be being used for this purpose. 
he mentioned it about 20 times. Yeah, well, I, I was lying. Can make myself sound good. Um, it's, the, it's the red-headed one. <laughs> I'm going to need a name. Uh, Charlie? No, it's, it's not Charlie. Well, I'm going to say you're wrong anyway. It's not the red-headed one. Freak it's over oh, to you. It's I the, would not have an... It's the blonde one. I would not It's have Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Mitch has gotten it, but he's out. So no points Did, for anyone. Was the answer said, Cameron Diaz? Yes. Oh, so it's the name of the actress, not the actual name of the uh, yeah, angel. Yeah, well, I'm not going to know the name. Did you of say whoever gets closest? Or like, if you get closest. Where? So I was closest. You both get nothing. Give me okay. a point. Oh, I've been robbed. No, <laughs> okay. On average... Hmm. On average, how often does a six-year-old laugh in a day? How many times? Not today! <laughs> in first. 12 times a day. Mitch, open to you. Um, laugh. How often does it laugh? Yeah, that's crazy. It. 20. <laughs> it could be a boy or a girl. 25 times. 300 times. So Mitch, oh. Mitch is up one point. 300 times. Bloody hell, I want to be a whatever, how, five year old? Is that what it says? <laughs> six year old, we're going oh, here. Okay, six year old. All right, so. <laughs> This is a good one. This is a very good one. Here we go. All right. <laughs> the longest recorded female pubic hair measured. Oh, goodness. Not today. <laughs> okay, Frick's buzzed in first. Five and a half meters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go two meters. But you I win. Got, you're both wrong, but Mitch wins. He's, yeah. he's close in at 71 centimeters. It's pretty long. Was, was, is the longest it's two, two rulers a bit. <laughs> That's long, man. Jeez. Two metres was probably... Whatever you said was way too long. <laughs> Didn't really think that. <laughs> How old is Stephen Hawking? Oh, Not today! 345. <laughs> he would be... I would say in his mid-80s to early 90s. 67. I'm not. Oh, I was literally about to say 67. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, 72. But he, I'm oh. not going to give it to either of you because you're both off by a lot. I wasn't off that by that. You were. Neither was I. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't like this arbitrary judging. That okay. Okay. <laughs> At what altitude above the Earth uh, is it considered that space begins? How many kilometers? Where's Lockie? <laughs> yeah. We needed Lockie for the last <laughs> question too. Um, what the I'm not going to buzz no. in because it's too long. I'm going to say <laughs> this is going to be embarrassingly wrong. Uh, 25 kilometers. Seven kilometers. Mitch is closest. I'm giving it to him because seven is disgustingly <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, that's a bad answer. It's 100 kilometers above. So the wow, earth. mine was a bad answer too. Yeah, but it was, yeah. Really displaying our intelligence here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's All asking right. the wrong. Mitch questions. is on. Mitch is on two here. Let's. I'm on three. Let's... No, I didn't give you that other one. This is so dodgy. All right, let's try and find you a good one. Okay. How many seats does an Airbus A380 have? <laughs> Ricky boy, I'm leaving it over to you. I'm going to say 125. Nah, that's that's a disgusting answer. Mitch, you're up. <laughs> it's much it's much larger than that. Much larger than that. I I would say it's close to a thousand. Thousand. I'll just say a thousand. Yeah, Mitch is closest to eight hundred, he gets another yep. point. Mitch wow. down uh freaky down three zip, mate. 
<laughs> okay. Hundreds. You realize those yeah, are is, big planes, right? This is the closest without the setbacks are set up for a comeback. Closest without going over. I'm gonna make these because otherwise it's too hard. The second person to just come in and make a better guess. So you can be under it and you'll be right, but if once you're over it, you're gonna get it wrong. Oh really? Okay. There are only X amount of giant pandas left in the wild. What is X? Trickle <laughs> 65. No. <laughs> 64. <laughs> Frequent 1600. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cruising then. Alright, so we're at 3 1. I'm going to just start asking some easier questions. No, no, no. Keep it from the book. I like this. Yes. Alright. Right, we're learning. We're teaching. Yeah. yeah. We are learning. Very slow. The listeners are learning. The listeners are learning. Think of the listeners. They're understanding how stupid we are. Listen Please like a listener. <laughs> Okay, um, what's the, again, closest without going over, what's the top speed of an Apache helicopter? Yeah, would you like to go first, Mitch? Yeah, I would. Three hundred kilometers per hour. Okay, I'm gonna go... I was going to say 301. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> Go on. Give it to us. 420. Which is closest because 365, so you went over. I uh, should have said 301. Ding. <laughs> one more to the victory. Oh, All right. Sweet. So 4-1 is the current one. Oh, yeah, okay. The current world record, again, Go me. No, uh, closest without going over. The current world record for the most female orgasms in one hour. Oh, I feel like I should know this. This is, this is current from 2010 and the record 36. holder. Okay, Mitchell? That's a good guess. Um, I'm going to say 40. Mitch wins at 134. <laughs> wow, And that's the end of the uh, quiz. Mitchell Hilton is our 1 million Zimbabwean dollar winner. So how much in Australian dollars? I Not can't a give you a smallest denomination. <laughs> I can round up to five cents. <laughs> so well, that's a little segment there that we like to call Zimbabwe. I'm, Who wants I'm to be very disappointed in myself. <laughs> yeah, freaking boy, <laughs> a lift on that one. But next week we'll be back and we'll uh, ask some uh, next perhaps week, a little bit more relevant uh, questions. I'll just be studying all week. The reigning champion will be the uh, new adjudicator next week. The champion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that shit. Yeah. And then we can get rid of this bullshit. That's warranted right there. It's That's ex- warranted. It's an extremely long buzzer. <laughs> so Mitch, let's get on to the other topic that you brought up. Oh, for I'm this not sure week. I remember Oh yeah, no. It was uh, it was quite a simple, generic, basic question, but I think it's important. Um, if you were to force other people to make it part of their educational curriculum in whatever jurisdiction they're in if it was worldwide if you had the power to enforce let's say a high school class so year nine to year 12 to read a book which book would it be and why hmm. yeah, it's it's tough <laughs> i don't have 50 shades of gray <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible Let's go to the host. Is that the censored version? Or the, <laughs> it's only a five-page book. 
Um, without so got a the doubt. Four shades of grey. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm um yeah, without a doubt. The moment you said that, it's uh, "Brief History in Time" by Stephen Hawking, or the be- the beginning of everything. What's the other one called? Short History of Time and the History of Everything. The other one, but a short history of time is yeah, without a doubt, the greatest, most influential book I've read in terms of understanding the world that we live in and making use of everything that humanity has discovered over the past 2,000 years or so because so many people these days don't understand like people have been working on science and we have such a great understanding of the world around us now like in the year 2015 that and so many people don't know anything about it it's so ridiculous that the stuff we learn in high school is the same stuff they learned in high school in the 1970s it's so yeah we and it's hard as well because a lot of this stuff is not easy stuff to talk about or to learn or to be taught. It's stuff like quantum mechanics and all that sort of stuff. But does this book explain it clearly? Yes, like, it does. And it's not it's not trying to come out and say this is quantum mechanics. It starts at the very start and it says this is how scientists start at the start. You have Aristotle and he believes that the world rotated around an axis. And then they said, oh, okay, well, we think it's flat. And they eventually worked out that it did rotate around an axis. And then it just develops on and develops on on how we came from knowing nothing like we did back in the Greek times all the way through today where we have a very solid understanding of many possible ways the universe and Earth could have started. So it doesn't come out and say that science is 100% wrong and any other belief is completely wrong. That's why I like it, that it sort of it keeps it open, but it presents good arguments why it is correct. That's why I think. It's a very good answer. Very solid answer, and I could not follow that at all. <laughs> I like... I like uh, Colbert, that you that you took the question seriously because it is a s- serious question when you talk about our our youth education and whatnot. Even though we are to some extent, me taking something seriously is very <laughs> far away from so ever I'll, so happening. I'll, so I'll jump in and I'll I'll provide my my own answer. And it stems off something similar to what to what Colbert says. I would have um, Darwin's on the origin of species taught in. In, in high school classes because there's, there's too much of a debate, especially in, in America, I'm not so sure about Australia, on, on the, the truthfulness of, of evolution. Too many people can... Shout out to Lachlan Finesse, he'll love this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, what's happened? Sorry, keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah, shout out to Lachlan Finesse, he'll love this. But um, yeah, there, there are just way too many advocates for the position that evolution is, is a theory, but it is, in fact, the closest thing we have to, to scientific truth. And, and it's funny because I used to be from the opposite like spectrum when I was back in, in, in high school and stuff because I was taught through religious studies and whatnot. But once I actually opened up my mind and started looking at things, I discovered that it's much more important to know what's true than to believe in something just because it, it might fit mm. a story or a mold that you wanted to. And that's why I think this um, the brief history of time does really well because, as I said, it it's not as bigoted to come out and say this is the completely right way of thinking. It's saying this is the way that over thousands and thousands of years, scientists and people have used facts and science to on tests and based off knowledge to develop our current understanding of the world today. And it's not necessarily about like 
understanding the right way or anything like that but just having an understanding of the world like how the forces like gravity magnets electricity all that sort of stuff like it's really it's (laughs) it's really not that hard to wrap your head around like you don't have to have a phd to understand this book you just read it and it just carries you through and some bits like i know the first time i read it i skipped through a whole chapter because it starts talking about like quarks and protons and all this shit and i was like i have no idea what it's talking about but it's just the general direction of the book is very informative yeah i think another great thing about uh books or or articles that address scientific topics is that science is great in that it's susceptible to change it's it's always dynamic like someone can always be proven wrong and then the scientific community will change their views like that if there is evidence to support that change whereas if if you have a a story or if you have a set way of thinking like you said how there are things being taught today that were taught in the 70s that may not be true anymore just because it's so entrenched that it's difficult to remove from the system. That just shouldn't be the case. And it's also like this fact that like high school teachers are still happy to just teach what was being taught 70 years ago because it was advanced for then. And it is still relatively advanced, but like for the knowledge that you need to make up to to get to the top of your course in science, which is going to be those four years that you're in university, it's not enough. You really need to be teaching a high level of science, especially in year 12 and stuff like that. I would understand you, people who... Would you say science is the most important subject? Not necessarily, because some people aren't strong in that sort of thing. And that's what I'm saying, like, especially in those year 12 topics where people are picking it because it is a course of their interest or it's going to be relevant to their career. They should really be learning some of these higher level science that isn't just like, this is gravity, this is what it is. Because the gravity that we're taught in school isn't even correct. It's based off of old Einstein principles and it's a nice simplified version of it, but there's no even recognition of the fact that nowadays we actually believe in something a little bit different, which works far more complex, but it's just not even acknowledged. It's just yeah. like, that's too hard. So let's just not worry about it. We'll teach this because we're only in year 12. So that's what frustrates me. I think these are solid answers and I'll think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, answer. we're getting well. towards the... Uh, 45 minute mark or so which is probably where we want to wrap up so let's just finish on a bit of a lighter note here my final contribution <laughs> my final hey, light. my final contribution well know. very what heavy got onto this in the first place Why we, what got me onto it no what got me onto it so oh. it was on the news one day because yeah. everyone's yelling <laughs> it was on the news one day oh, no. and I saw it <laughs> and just a bit of a shout out here to uh Nobody, in fact, actually, just the men of the planet. The question was proposed, which country has the largest penis? So a new study has come out. Can we out. guess before you do Yes, that's, that's what the, uh, the general plan is to do. I'm just going to try and get the little graph up here. Um, uh, I've got some solid guesses, I reckon. Yeah, it's, they're pretty... Look, I'd be pretty confident that most of your guesses will be in the top areas okay so i've got it broken down here into four sections so red <laughs> Wait, red Coleman has done his red rocket research on so, so we've got red no no this is off of uh, a metro.co.uk shout out to them page <laughs> you're listening yeah if you're copyright, listening copyright. um so we have four categories red which is 3.8 to 4.6 inches orange which is 4.7 to 5.5 inches Yellow, 5.6 to 6.2. And green, 6.3 to a whopping 7.1 oh. inches. <laughs> so, 
My question to you, my question to you is, who do you think, just have a guess, who the largest would be in this? Countries. We're talking countries. countries. We're talking, the person we're, we're the talking countries. Bob from down at the fish. <laughs> no, no, no. Hub, Hub Jesus. <laughs> you can hear him coming as it just slaps inside of his calves. So we're talking about, right. we're talking about countries here. Have, have a bit of a guess. Uh, um, Africa. Yeah, you see, yeah. See, yeah, we're, we're I, talking countries, countries. Yeah, yeah, not continents. Yeah, that's a continent. I know that. I'm gonna say it's it's in the continent of okay. Europe. Oh. Uh, is that, is, is it, it in the is continent it, of Africa? Yeah, is it in Africa? Yeah. Okay. Chad. <laughs> Chad's not on this list. I don't think. Oh, okay. so I don't think they went that deep. There's not all the countries <laughs> in the world. Yeah. should there be some extensive research into some tribal it has communities? Been, it has been. They, they had, hang on, let me check the, su- the sample. Oh, it doesn't I have was, the sample size on here. But. I was just going center, <laughs> central, you know, the origin. Right? Yeah. South I don't know. I, I'm not going to be able to guess. No, I think you can guess. South Africa. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Me and Bennett's played this game together, and I guessed on the first go. Not being up myself, but I lucked out. Madagascar. Very close. Madagascar is in... I they only have... It's off the coast. No, it's not actually. It's not even on this list. Yeah. But it's a country like that. I'm going to say... Can I just guess for one of the top? Yeah, yeah. you can be in the green. Yep. I'm going to say Australia's up there somewhere. Australia. I feel like we're in the yellow instead of the green. Australia's in the orange. 4.7 so to 5.5 inches That is, is disappointing, average. Australia. Yeah, shout out to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, let's give me some The more Philippines guess. would be in the, the red. That is correct. Yay! Pretty much all of Southeast Asia is in the red. Oh, that's a so, shame. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. Let me just Germany. Germany is up there. Germany is in the yellow. Germany comes in at five point seven inches. Is the average penile size. Okay, just think of a stereotypically. A country where a stereotypically large black man comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Congo. Oh, he's done it. He's got it. He's done it. Shout out to the big man himself. I get a statue of a penis. 7.1 inches. Is the average. Is the average. Which means that there's guys bigger than that. (laughs) My goodness. That's, That's silly. Okay. Yeah. Now let's go to the other the other bit. side of the China. Of the <laughs> no, China comes uh, in. At you don't need to buzz me wrong no, every time. I like the buzz. <laughs> Japan, China, and Japan are both in Korea. the red. Korea, uh, no, they're all four point three inches. All the three. The they're there. with us. They're no, with us. No, no, no. In the red. In the red. Four point three inches. We are oh. five point five inches. Oh, that's alright. That's respectable. <laughs> Southeast Asia, you were in the right place. Thailand. Hey! Oh, Thailand comes in at four inches. We have one more in at four inches. Still in Southeast Asia? Takes into account. Uh, I'm going to just. No, nah, it's in Asia. Not Southeast. India. No, I'm oh. on fire. Shout out to Taj. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that.
brings us to 47 minutes. I reckon that's probably a pretty good place to end it. I hope that we get a second one out of this. I hope yeah. that a few people listen. Because <laughs> this has been really good I'm fun. I'm not optimistic. Actually, I don't even care if nobody listens. This has yeah. been good fun. No, it has been. And if you made it this far, if you listen to the whole thing, absolute shout out. That's, yeah, uh, that's beers clinking. Massive shout out. Like at I the end of the beer. At the end and of the day, if you Jake, don't drink beer, I'll give you something else. <laughs> Blowjobs on the <laughs> as, as Fricky said, uh, no, as J. Cole says at the end of his album, if you've made it this far, man, props to you, bro. <laughs> so that's where I'm going to leave us. Um, He's been saving that one all day as well. I just came up with that one right then, so I'm pretty proud of that. No, he didn't. I did, I 100% did. And I'll leave you uh, on a piece of paper. Right have right. a little bit of a catch you later. All right, thank you. See ya. The podcast.